0: Howdy, hello and welcome to Fat Love Talk episode 127 here today on the podcast. Uh, I did a couple of episodes previously, one on Speedstorm and one on me turning 30. It was a part one and a part two. And today, since we're keeping this train rolling, I decided I would do a little bit of a catch up episode. There's a lot of things I wanted to talk about on my podcast in the last month or two ...that I just didn't have the time to record and uh, get out there for you. Uh, So today I'm just going to do a bit of a catch-up podcast with a lot of different segments. So uh, hopefully you enjoy that. A lot of variety on today's episode. Uh, I want to start off by talking about how Resurgence is a game-changer for the Battle Royale genre... ...and how Ashika Island is not bad. Um, Now... If you are at all into the gaming realm, video games, Call of Duty, uh, you know that uh, Resurgence came out, uh, what, at the start of season three or four, and uh, it has been a while, which is how long ago you can pretty much tell I planned out this episode and never got around to it. Um, I just wanted to say uh, Resurgence was a lot of fun. I don't really play Call of Duty as much right now with Diablo 4 being out and me being so invested in in Disney Speedstorm, Um, but I still really enjoyed the mode when it first came out because back then it was before the launch of Diablo 4 or Speedstorm's early access, so I was very, very, very into that and I was playing Call of Duty every single day basically at that time still Um, and I plan on going back at some point. Uh, when there's a lull in my gaming activity, but uh resurgence was a lot of fun because the thing I didn't like about Battle Royale or Battle Royale genres is the fact that you die you're done it's over, and multiplayer was a lot better because you respawn, you go back in, you get kill streaks, you get score streaks, whatever it may be for that call of duty, and you have a great time because you're still in the action consistently now if you're dying over and over again, of course that's a different story on multiplayer versus Battle Royale being the best and not dying once or dying and getting revived and sent back into the game by your pals, if you're not playing solo when you're playing uh, duos, trios, or quads. Um, I just love the idea of coming back into a Battle Royale and getting a second chance. Even if that means you're seen coming back in, people pick you off because you only have a pistol when you come back, um, and you got to re your loadout, all that jazz. Um, but I digress, it's still a lot of fun. And I enjoy that they added that mode, That style of gameplay to the Battle Royale genre. Am I going to be playing the season Reloaded going on right now? um, Or coming out this week? No, probably not. Uh, Diablo's new first season comes out July 20th. I'm all on board for that. Plus we have 24 or 26 days, I forget. Until season 3 of Speedstorm. Which is going to be Lilo and Stitch themed. And they have not yet revealed their mid-season racer. Or racers, plural. Uh, we don't know. So I'm pretty excited about that and the con, you know, the the, the possibilities there. Um, so I'm a little more invested in two other games right now. And Call of Duty hits the back burner. Usually around this time every year, I go all in for the first three seasons, and then around season four, I generally tend to either fall off and get into other stuff, or uh, maybe I do keep playing it. Who knows? It, it really depends on the year and the content and what I'm still enjoying. Um but I digress. I that I, that's just where I'm at with resurgence and I just wanted to put out something uh because I did want to talk about this even if it is briefly. Um because it is a fun mode and I quite enjoy it. Um the next thing I wanted to talk about uh is a movie review. I wanted to do a standalone podcast and really break down this movie, but I feel like this works better in a catch-up podcast because uh A lot of what I can say can be summarized in a few minutes worth of talking and quite honestly you would be more, uh, you would have a better time just going and watching the movie versus me telling you uh, for half the length of the movie why you should go watch the movie. You know, so there's a movie on Disney Plus called Chang Can Dunk and it is uh, surprisingly one of the best movies of 2023, no cap, I'm not even joking right now, it's actually surprising how good that movie was, and uh, it's got Dexter Darden in it, who is a phenomenal and handsome actor, Uh, I love that guy, he was a fry pan back on the Maze Runner uh, movies, and uh, I've followed his career ever since, and he has really done some good stuff. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the binge, and I'm not a huge fan of the binge uh, sequel that came out. The first binge was better, I feel like, Um, but I'm just not into smoking um, anything, so uh, smoking weed and doing drugs and all that stuff, even if it is comedy, um, I just, I don't know, I'll never relate to that, because I don't have any plans now or in the future to ever smoke anything um outside of um what would i smoke i don't know marshmallows over a fire you know that's about that's not even smoking that's like cooking so i digress i don't really plan on doing any of that stuff because it's not my scene um but more power to you it was a good movie the first one uh the second one uh, i think went off the rails a little bit um and i i have some different opinions on that I feel like the best friend of the main character, uh, whose name escapes because it has been a few months since I watched this movie, Um, but the guy with the longer hair, um, I feel like he got um, kind of a really, really sad plot line that was kind of depressing and took down the tone of the movie a lot, and uh, I don't know, I just felt like it was weird to add that and give that character so much depressing story arc, Um, but I mean, it is what it is. And Dexter Darden is a fantastic actor and a wonderful dude. And uh, fun fact, he is engaged to JoJo, who uh, is an artist who you may know from the early two thousands. Leave, get out right now. It's the end of you and me. Too late, yeah, to be gone. And I know about her, and I wonder. I don't know the whole song, but anyway. Right. But it was just a waste of time. Anyway, uh, I can't sing for, for crap right now. Uh, and uh, that was probably really awkward to listen to. Uh, anyway, she's an artist. Go look her up. She's got some, some bangers from back in the 2000s. And she's I think she's still putting out music. I'm not sure. But, man, she looks good, especially next to Dexter. He, in the, they're a cute couple. And uh, I'm really happy for him and uh, his successes in his life. And uh, I just want to keep following his career because he's doing some good stuff. And... Uh, Chain Kin Dunk is an awesome movie, and uh, I really liked the story, the theme, the, the everything. Usually, when it comes to high school movies, I'm at the point now where yes, I'm turning thirty in a week, so I'm just like, ugh. I just I used to love those movies back when I was, you know, in my early twenties uh, or in high school. Those were like my scene. Um, but as I've gotten older and older, I just start to realize the uh, the gap between my High school years in my present. And it, it just people talk different in high school now and act different. And and movies are just not the same because people evolve. And the culture has evolved now. There's a whole generation or whatever behind us now. And so they have different slangs and different styles of doing things. And I just, it's beyond me at this point. But I will say Chank and Dunk was a fabulous movie. I highly, highly recommend you watch it. Um, if you have the time, you're looking for a movie to watch at night, it could be a weekday movie, a weekend movie. Just sit down, give yourself an hour and a half, and have a great time. If you don't like it, you can at me. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, send me a voice message on the Anchor app, uh, which I guess now is uh, podcasts for Spotify. So Anchor kind of got uh, swallowed by that. Uh, I guess they bought them out or whatever. I don't know. But there's an app it coincides with... Spotify, it's called Podcasts for Spotify. It's a purple logo instead of a green logo. And uh, if you go on there and you have an account, you can send me a voice message. And I'll I'll put it on the podcast. And it'll be a good time. Uh, The next thing on my podcast list to catch up on is the announcement that they made for Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. Which was... An incredible surprise. I did not think they were going to make a 2. I didn't know that they needed to make a 2. The first one was pretty darn good, minus the multiplayer fixes uh, that needed to be made. Uh, but other than that, I thought the first game was big, evolved, great, added a lot of DLC content, really cool licensing stuff with like Batman and Looney Tunes and all that stuff. It was really, really cool. And I didn't know how they could evolve on that. And then they showed me. The new trailer that came out, which at this point is a while ago, so if you want to go look it up or you haven't seen it yet, you most definitely should, because they are going to add motorcycles to the game, which is crazy, they're going to add uh, outside, you know, areas and effects, they're going to add, like, dirt, they're going to add off-road, they're going to add sand, they're going to add gravel, it's going to be really cool to see the terrain types and how it really differentiates how you're going to play your, your races. Um, I didn't like the fact that certain cars were obsolete. Uh, They just were there to look cool and to fill out the library of cars. Uh, There were some cars you just had to use because they were flat out better than other ones. um, And that kind of sucked. So hopefully the customization between that uh, on the new game is a lot more evolved and a lot better. Because I would love to be like, hey, I really like this car, but I want to boost up its stats so that it can compete with the other ones, right? Uh, Instead of just being like a, a blanket stat page. And they're going to have a skill tree for every car now, so that's going to be really cool. I'm hoping that that means whatever car, or vehicle rather, that I want to use, I can earn the skills for it to evolve it and make it a competitive uh, vehicle. You know, in the races, both online competitively and uh, when I'm playing whatever they're single player is going to be for that game. They had a really, really, really big single player for the first one, and I don't know if they're going to do that again, if they're going to try something new, if they're going to just X that and go all multiplayer with this game. We don't exactly know, and maybe we do, I just don't have the facts, but one thing I know, speaking of multiplayer, is they have to fix that. There was a, a, for whatever reason, on the first Hot Wheels Unleashed, you could play with your friends up to like 30 or 60 or something like that people, but you could not play online with your friends against other players. You had to play, if you were playing with your friends, even if you were online, you could only play with that person, which means it was just me and my brother playing two racers on a racetrack and it randomly picked races or racetracks rather that people online made. So we got to vote for the ones we wanted to do but it was less fun because it was me and one person every time I wanted a little bit of competitiveness with like six or eight or 10 or 20 racers on the track. And I'm in ninth place or something and boom, I get a boost. Bam. I'm I'm, I'm shooting up to second place. I'm shooting up to first place. And then my brother comes in. Wham steals the spot from me. And there's a bunch of other people online playing with us. That would have been dope. And I really, really hope they fixed a multiplayer to include playing with your friends and doing online. Now, Since I've been playing so much Disney Speedstorm lately, um, I will say it's really nice that you can play with two of your friends and do online races. I mean, a party of three is a weird number, but at least you have the option to play with your friends, two of them, and go online. That's amazing, and when the game goes free to play, I'm really hoping I can convince some of my other friends who weren't willing to pay for the Founders Pack to get it and play with me. Now... I will say real quick as a side note, if you do not buy the Founders Pack for Disney Speedstorm, you are missing out on a lot of content. And you're going to miss out on a lot of upgrades, and you're going to be at a large disadvantage. And it's going to take you months, not even joking, months, to catch up to where other players are who bought the Founders Pack and got day one all kinds of upgrades, currencies, etc., and when you think about free-to-play games and how they, you know, uh, monetize their games, just pay the 30 bucks for the beginner founder pack or the middle deluxe founder pack, and you're set. I bought both the first and the second because I first started out by saying, I want to buy the baseline, $30, get it. And then the deluxe edition went on sale, and I ended up getting that for $35 instead of 60 So it was worth buying. But if you think about it in the long run... How much is it going to cost you to go into the store, buy coins, buy currency, buy shards, all this crap that you need to get to level up your characters? It's going to cost you more in the long run because that's where free-to-play games make their money to continue supporting the game. Now, if you go now to the Founders Pack and you get it now, you will be at a huge advantage over other players and you will have a lot more fun because you will be winning more. The way that the racing system works, or the, the the racer system works, is there's a five-star system. Every character, uh, when you get them, is a one-star racer. You have to earn character shards for that individual racer to level up their star rating. The higher your star rating, the faster your car can go. This is not a joke. This is the the system that they're putting into place. So if you have a three-star level one, and you're playing against so a one star level one unless the three star or I'm sorry unless the one star gets a good ability and gets ahead of you somehow, you will not lose with the three star. They are just inherently faster and they inherently have better skills because the star system is higher. they put more shards into that character, so they net the results of that also. When you get a two-star racer, you unlock their special ability. You do not get that character's special ability until two stars. So if you have a one-star racer, they won't get their ability until two stars, so you're going to have to grind them out. And sometimes, just being honest here, Disney Speedstorm does not give you the capabilities to level up a certain racer or get shards. For a certain racer or upgrade materials, which are separate, I'll get to that in a second, for that racer. So at the end of the day, it is advantageous to just buy the Founders Pack for Disney Speedstorm before it goes away September 28th. After September 28th, when the game goes free to play, those Founder Packs will vanish, will disappear, it's now a free to play game. There is no early access or or whatever. You're not a founding member anymore because you're playing the game at free-to-play at their original launch. You're also going to miss all the content from Season 2, which is out right now for Toy Story. So I don't know what they're going to do for you getting unlocks for Woody, Buzz, Bo Peep, and Jesse. They haven't announced who all the racers are for Season 3 outside of Stitch being a racer. I assume Lilo is a racer, but they could use any of the 626 experiments as racers or as crew members. They could do uh, Lilo, obviously. They could do Plankly, obviously. They could do Bubbles, obviously. Um, they could do Nani, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of options there. The Lilo and Stitch franchise, after the show and the TV series, they have a lot of A lot of characters in that universe uh, for Lilo and Stitch that they could really pull from. And if the racetrack is going around Hawaii, that'd be dope. But what if... What if they went through a portal in Hawaii and boom, they're in space? What? What? Half Lilo and Stitch, or half Lilo on Hawaii, half Stitch in space. Get... That'd be so cool. That would be so cool. I don't know I, I, i'm just i'm just spitballing thinking out loud i might make a commentary for youtube so i'm not going to talk too much on this but uh i just think that it is 100 percent worth the the time right now to buy the founders pack and i'll go more in depth on that in a commentary video i will be making for youtube uh so stay tuned for that but back to hot wheels Unleashed 2 very excited for the multiplayer that they're gonna have in that because I'm really, really hoping they do. Like I said, on speedstorm, let you play with a few, let you play with a few friends, go online, have a great time. You don't gotta pull Trackmania numbers and get 116 people on a map. That's nuts. Uh, but you could do something similar because, I mean, Hot Wheels is, is pretty freaking cool and it's a really big IP and a really big name. So I don't know. I'm just I think that'd be dope. The next thing I want to talk about, though, moving forward from that, is uh, The Masked Singer. If you do not watch The Masked Singer, you are missing out. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm going to spoil something from the most recent season um, in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. You have been warned. Pentatonix was revealed as one of the celebrity uh, performers... They were playing the sushi role um, in this most recent season, and uh, I thought their first song they did was terrible. They should have lost and been eliminated in that first round because they did some weird, like echo effect. I don't know. It was it was not a good performance. Uh, but then, guys, their second performance was "Creep." I think that's by Nirvana. I might be wrong. I don't think it's actually by Nirvana. But I forget, I, I love that song by itself. And uh, they did a version of Creep that was acapella. Hence, you know, Pentatonix. And holy shit, it was phenomenal. I added it to my playlist on Spotify because it was that good. Like, I love that version. And dude, I forget the guy's name, but there's this one guy on Pentatonix who can hit these high notes. And dude, if I have ever... Had vocal jealousy of another man in my life, it'd be that guy. Like, there are some things that you can never learn. You're either born with it, given to it. You were given that gift by God. Or you just don't have it and you never will. And you gotta find what God did give you and and use that. (laughs) You know? But that dude can get such good, beautiful, high notes... And on Creep, when he's hitting it, and it's just, it's like a high point of the song, like the climax, and it is so freaking epic. And it's my favorite part of that song, and I love it. If you haven't heard Creep by Pentatonics, go check it out. It's phenomenal. If you have time, go watch the performance on YouTube from when they were on The Masked Singer. If not, it is on Spotify. But dude, let me tell you what. It's a really, really dope Cover and I, I, I'm really, really glad that they did that because the, one of the things I like about uh, the Masked Singer is how it revitalizes some people's careers and gives them like a way to expose themselves again after they've been out of the spotlight for a while. Right? Like, uh, I know Jesse McCartney was on the Masked Singer like three or four seasons ago. Right before he dropped the new album, he went out there and he was like, "Hey, man, I'm still relevant. I'm still out here." But uh, I haven't put out an album in many, many years, and I want to let you know that uh, you remember me from back in the day, right? I had some great music, and then here's my new album. And uh, the, 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 a lot of artists will do that. Um, some of them would go on there for fun. They know they won't win. They're just there for a good time. I love that. That's the best part about the show is the fun outfits, the fun songs, the, the, the goofiness. Um, the judges are, are ridiculous because there's they keep saying, You're so good, you may be the best performance we've ever had or you're so fun and we love you and I mean and Ken doing his ridiculous guesses and and I love I, This is the funny thing. I think Nick Cannon is hilarious and I think that he is a great host. Um, sure, his personal life he's had a lot of babies and, and we all we all get it. It's a joke now at this point because of how many he's had. And he loves all his babies apparently, but uh, it's, it's 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 really cool how they kind of you know Ken and uh, Nick Cannon kind of co- collaborate and how Ken calls him Daddy and it's just really funny and so I don't know I like the show I have a lot of things that I, I'm gonna always watch it uh, I'm always excited for the new season. Um, and they mix it up, too. It's not always the same format where it's like round one, round two. You know, sometimes they do like a, a group A and a group B and they fight it out. And then group C and group D and they fight it out. And then the winner of those two groups go against each other. It's a shorter season. Or maybe they do a longer season and they have it, you know, like American Idol style. Or the voice style where they, you know, do it week by week, right? So, I don't know. I just, I love how they mix it up. I really do. And I've only ever gotten one guess right in my time watching it. And that was Pentatonics, which I didn't I didn't like out and say it was them. Jennifer said it was probably them, and I disagreed with her. Um But I digress, it still counts, right? It's 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 a win. A win is a win is a win. So go check out Creep by Pentatonics. That's where I'm at with that. Thank you so much. The next thing I want to talk about though Is uh, Netflix be cracking down on their passwords because I lost my Netflix, uh, what, about a month ago at this point? I don't know. Maybe shorter than that. I'm not sure exactly. Um, It said that the owner of the account's Wi-Fi was not the same as my Wi-Fi, so therefore I can't use that Netflix account And Human Resources Season 2 had just dropped. I hadn't watched it yet. And then The Witcher Part 1 Season 3 was out, or about to come out, and I was like, gosh, dang it. So I haven't had Netflix for about a month now. It's not like it's a big deal. But it just kind of sucks that they're cracking down um, on that. They're making plenty of money. They're a successful corporation. I don't know why they have to crack down like they are. I get it. I'm not just saying that to complain. I actually understand why they're doing it. Um, but it just sucks. So we're going to have Netflix again probably in a few months. I don't know. We're going to wait a while and watch like Peacock and um, HBO Max and Hulu and stuff like that. Uh, we have Apple. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, it is phenomenal. Please watch Ted Lasso. It's a fantastic show. Um, but um yeah it just kind of sucks netflix did that because now we're gonna have to to pay for our own at this point and uh you know how they are about subscriptions it's going to be a rotation now one of them rotates out one of them rotates in it's not going to be paying for all of them at one time that's nuts and expensive that's like 60 bucks a month in in subscriptions uh, because you got Hulu, you got Disney Plus, you got Peacock, you got App- Amazon Prime, you got Apple, you got HBO Max, and then you got net Nah, 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 nah. Nobody has time to watch so much TV when they work in a forty-hour week, and I'm working some Saturdays, so I'm working like fifty-plus hours a week because I'm working nine-hour days. So it's even less time on my side to keep up with shows and what have you. So it's cool. It's cool. Uh, but I digress um there's one other thing the oh actually two uh two other things i wanted to talk about uh the first one is that um after my episode uh most recently the 30 part one and part two where i talked about turning 30 and uh if you're a fan of the podcast if you're a fan of my content you know i've talked about this my uh trauma my abuse You know, I speak more openly about it now because I'm an adult. My dad's passed away, and I've come to terms with it through talking to a therapist. And I'm not ashamed of of my life story. I'm not ashamed of my testimony anymore. I used to be. I used to kind of hide that and, and try not to show people that because what if they don't like me because of that, or they judge me because of that. And honestly, at the end of the day, I am who I am because of my experiences. Um... And one of the things that I've discovered in, uh, is just in general, I've known this for many, many years. I just haven't done anything about it is because I'm a people pleaser and because I'm borderline ADHD with anxiety, um, social media just wrecks me. It destroys me and not in the ways that you may think it does. It's just, I'm addicted to social media. I get five seconds of free time. Boom. I've unlocked my phone. Why am I doing that? I ask myself, like, I refreshed my feed like not even five minutes ago. I'm I'm still scrolling. I'm starting over, hoping something new pops up. And I don't even know why I care. It's ridiculous. More than anything, is what it is. It's ridiculous. So what I have decided to do, uh, turning thirty, is I've decided to uninstall um, Instagram, Snapchat and uh, threads and Twitter. I'm leaving Facebook because I actually have friends on Facebook, stuff that I talk to and message, and I message people on Facebook Messenger, and and I don't really use Facebook that much anyway. Um, So I have some meme pages I follow on on Facebook, but I usually get addicted to Instagram more than anything. I love the Instagram picture format, and I love the Instagram uh, way that I can share My podcast on Instagram, I can share my podcast on um, Twitter very easily. Um, I've never really used Facebook because the people on my Facebook, I actually know them. So it's a little scarier for me to be like, hey, here's my podcast. Here's something I'm doing. It's me. Um, And I don't know. I have a lot of anxiety about that. But maybe I'll start sharing my podcast on my um, Facebook uh, stories uh, because that may be the only way to promote it going forward. But I digress. Uh, I'm going to try doing 30 days of no social media. And I know that sounds pretty stupid and it sounds pretty just anticlimactic. But for me, I need to get focused again. I need some Adderall is honestly what I need or or, or an equivalent because my focus is a mess. I get to about 3 o'clock at work and I'm sitting there like fudge. I can't focus on any one thing for more than five seconds. I'm bouncing around. My attention span is sporadic, and it sucks, and I hate that. I need to focus up and and zone in on what I'm working on and get something accomplished, you know? Because, like, we work tickets for the engineers, and and we got to get that stuff done, and... I got to do the hot tickets first, obviously. So in the morning when there's hot tickets or in the afternoon when there's hot tickets, I I bang those out, right? But it's just like when you're just working tickets, I want to be able to stay focused, stay on task, get things done. And because I'm so distracted all the time, because I'm so sporadic, it's easy to make a mistake. Um, And I don't want to make mistakes. I want to be, I'm never going to be perfect per se, but I want to make my tickets as close to accurate as possible every time consistency with no margin for error, right? I mean, ideally. So, I'm trying real hard to work on that. And that's why I'm thinking if I uninstall social media for 30 days, give it a try, then we're good. Additionally, something else I'm trying as I'm turning 30 is I got my colonoscopy. And I do have the results for that, but I'm going to do a separate podcast uh, talking about that. Um, but I, I have uh, I've been told I should take Benafiber. And I was told I should take um IB guard and then additionally I was told I should take a baby aspirin or low dose aspirin um every single day so they want me to add those to my um daily regimen indefinitely and then kind of in 30 days uh at the end of August I have an appointment with my GI doctor and we're going to see how I'm feeling uh I'm going to start doing the Benifiber and IB guard um next week uh in a couple days from now and I'm going to start taking them every day um before my meals or with my meals and kind of see how that affects me and really really hoping that it solves my stomach problems my my digestion needs to get fixed because my gut health has not been great and having my fatty liver that's why I'm taking the the low dose aspirin every day is for the fatty liver um because it'll help prolong um you know, my liver usage and give me time to correct that. So I need to start hitting the gym. I need to start working out consistently. I need to be more active. And in my 30s, it's supposed to be the best years of my life. I want my knees to stop hurting. I want my back to stop hurting. I want my my just body to feel better. I won't get rid of the gout. I won't get rid of the sleep apnea. But damn it, during the day, I can, I can fix my knees by losing weight. I can fix my back by being more active. I can work on my muscles and make things better so I don't get any cramps, you know, and there are small changes I need to make, so I feel like doing the social media challenge, doing the add additional, you know, Benafiber and IB Guard and the low-dose aspirin, that's going to do good for me, right? So, that being said, uh I'm going to give that a go and kind of see, uh, see where it takes me, Um but One last thing I wanted to mention, guys, before in this podcast is we had a power outage literally yesterday. So, fun story. I was going to come home from work Friday afternoon, and I was going to uh, record a podcast, this one that you're listening to now. And then I was going to live stream Disney Speedstorm and play through the new chapter that came out um, for season two uh, because there's chapter releases throughout the season. Uh, They give you challenges and things to work on. And uh, power, there was a huge, like, thunderstorm, right? 80 mile per hour winds, sometimes 80 to 100 mile per hour winds. It was nuts. Uh, I was sitting at work. It was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Bam! We lost power like five times. But my job is, of course, uh, I work by the stadium, so I work at a... uh, uh, I wouldn't say construction company. It's more like a, I work with uh, steel work, and, and it's a lot of steel. Like we build the lines that you see in factories. Anyway, I digress. They have a big generator, and so the generator kicked on, and we didn't lose power, but we would have without that generator because power went out like five times. It flickered. It was awful. Um, I digress. Uh, I was like, oh, man. And then Jennifer's been on vacation with her mom, uh, so she's, she's in Nevada right now, just kicking it, chilling, having a good time, soaking up the sun, seeing some beautiful things out there, uh, enjoying the world, right? This is what I want to do with her, uh, once we get married and, and even still before we get married, you know, I just want to have adventures with her and go places and do stuff. But her mom and her were like, Hey, let's, her mom got, her mom got tickets, uh, hotel tickets or something for some, for so, something that she did. I don't know what her mom does, uh, but apparently she had a lot of connections with a lot of people in her time, and now she's retired, and, you know, she gets offered, you know, free uh free stays at hotels and stuff like that all the time. And uh, she offered Jennifer, uh, hey, you want to go with me? And let's have a good time. Hit the casino in Nevada and, and you know, see some sights, you know, and have a good time. See the uh, London Bridge. Uh, I was like, dang, that sounds like fun. So Jennifer went up there, and uh, so, so funny, guys. Um, Jennifer left on Wednesday, right? I get home from work Wednesday. I'm alone. I'm at home. I'm like, man, it sucks not being around Jennifer. I love her. And, uh, I wanted her to be around. I didn't realize how much I, <laughs> I was like a cohabitant. I didn't realize how much I depended on my partner, uh, until then. But anyway, I went to bed Wednesday night, woke up Thursday morning, huge crick in my neck. I'm talking, I couldn't turn my head to the right. I couldn't look up. There was a lot of pain in my neck. It was really, really, really awful, and uh, and it just didn't go away all day, and it didn't go away the next day, and even today on Saturday. Well, it's like what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days later, I still have that pain in my neck. Al- albeit it's a lot less. I'm hoping it's gone by Monday, but it-, it was like man, that sucks. But anyway, flash forward Friday afternoon, huge thunderstorm, powers going in and out at work. Jennifer sends me a text saying she got notified that power went out at our house. She'll be back on by, you know, 530. I like get off at 5, cool, I'll be home at 530-ish. Power will be back on and we'll be chilling. I get home around 6 o'clock because I drove slower going home because of the rain and stuff. And uh, no power. So I was like, all right. First things first, do not open the refrigerator, do not open the freezer. Still to this day, a whole day later, I have not opened the fridge or the freezer. Um, And uh, I sat here, and I got Chipotle on the way home, and I ate my Chipotle, and I was like, what on earth am I going to do? Because I had planned on doing a podcast, playing Speedstorm, and then my brother's online this week, and I was going to play games with my brother. Um, not the plan today, obviously, so I kick it, I hang out, I play with the cats a little bit, and then I go in the, uh, then Jennifer calls me, and I'm walking around the house while we're talking, and uh, I look at the bedroom, and I'm like, oh shit, my CPAP machine won't work, so I'm gonna sleep terrible if I don't have my CPAP machine. We don't have a generator or anything for power outside of the home's electricity, Which, honestly, I didn't realize would be a necessity. But, damn, it would have been real nice to have that last night because it was hot. H-O-T. It was cooler outside than it was inside. And it was, like, in the 70s outside. So I was like, damn, it's rough. So I uh, ended up deciding, okay, this is fine. I'm going to watch Disney Plus on my tablet and hang out, go to bed. And it'll be fine. Look at my tablet, I'm at 30%. So I watched the, the season finale of Andor, which I hadn't watched before, and I finally got caught up to that, and the season finale was very anticlimactic, I'll be honest, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it. I'm still digesting that finale. Um, but I was like, well, I'm, uh, I'm not going to be able to watch my tablet all night, because I finished the episode of Andor, and my tablet had 2% battery, and I was like, fudge. I wish I'd have known the power I was going to go out. I would have charged this. So then I go into the bedroom and I'm like, crap, I turned off the 5 way for my Nintendo Switch because I wasn't using it because I was playing my PlayStation so much. And I wanted to turn off the power strip because there's no reason to have that power being pulled. You know, it's a waste of electricity and our is going to be higher. So I had a dead battery on my Switch. I had a dead battery on my tablet. I looked at my phone. I had 70%. I was like, it's okay. I'll watch uh, the live-action Aladdin because that's a great movie. I don't care what the haters say. That's a very, very good movie. And it's my favorite live-action Disney movie. And, yes, I have seen The Little Mermaid. Um, It's still my favorite live-action. I think Aladdin is really, really good, Um, regardless of what anybody says. um, Some of the best songs um, and... uh, Just a really good story. I don't know. I really hope they make a a sequel to the live action uh, Aladdin. I don't know that they will uh, with the whole Will Smith stuff that happened uh, a while back. I think he's bounced back from that and people have moved on from it. But, you know, people in the world are petty and they hold on to shit. And I don't know that, you know, because of his decisions and mistakes that they'll make a second one. But if they do, I'm on board to buy tickets in the theater to see it day one. Because I loved the first Aladdin, and I think Aladdin 2 was a good movie too, because I watched all the animated movies for Aladdin, and they were all good. Um, But I digress. Um, The problem was I was halfway through Aladdin, and uh, my phone got down to like 30%, and I was like, fudge, i got to save my battery in case power doesn't come back on anytime soon. Uh, Because my plan was to figure out when places open and drive somewhere and just charge my stuff in the morning. Uh, Because uh, I was going to go see my friend... Uh, who had power in Lee Summit, and man, first of all, I want to thank the homie. Uh, my friend Josh is the only friend that I reached out to that even offered to let me come over and beat the heat, and that means a lot to me because it was H.O.T., and I was miserable, not because I had no power per se, but because I was so hot, and I was just like about to leave the house, but I felt bad for my cats because I was like, well... They're going to be in the hot-ass house suffering, being miserable, and that's not fair to them. So I wanted to stay with the cats to keep an eye on them, to watch them. So uh, I was just chilling and being hot and sweating up a storm. And uh, anyway, I digress. Um, I went to bed at like 10 o'clock, and I woke up at 2 o'clock, and my throat was completely swollen. It was swollen so bad I was coughing up uh and it was miserable i had to drink a bunch of water and like cough up a bunch of mucus and the thing it was bad it was bad but that's what happens if i don't use my cpap so like hell or high water i find a way to plug it in when i go camping i have an extension cord and i make sure i can plug that in and on our float trip we usually get a cabin because it's easier to do that um I, nobody has fun with me around them if i don't sleep well and especially if I don't have my CPAP machine, um, I'm miserable. I don't even need water in the CPAP machine. I just need it to be on because it regulates airflow in my throat, in my my nose, so that I can breathe better. Because otherwise I won't breathe while I'm sleeping. That's why my throat swells up. And it's it's pretty bad time. Um, so I woke up at 2 o'clock. Couldn't fall back asleep because I was scared and I was miserable and I was hot and I walked around the house and I noticed the cat's water bowl was out and I was like, oh, you poor babies, how long has this been out? So I filled up their water bowl, walked into the kitchen. Their water bowl in the kitchen is one of those fancy fountain ones that you plug into the wall and it circulates the water and I was like, oh, crap. So I felt it and it was like no water was filtering because of it being not powered on. So I got a bowl and I filled it up with water and I put it next to their their other bowl that's not working um and I was like okay they have water now because I wanted to take care of them and uh then I just hung out for an hour and around like four o'clock uh I laid in bed and I started to doze off because I was really tired and I was scared of falling asleep but I was still trying because I mean what else am I supposed to do at 4am on three hours of sleep um and then they hear a beep and I and I I look around and I see the clock turns on and I'm immediately excited, and I hop up, and I walk into the living room, and I see a street light on outside, and I can finally see my car. Because I woke up at 2 o'clock, and I looked outside the window. It was so dark. It was pitch black. Like, you couldn't see your hand in front of you. That's how dark it was. You were just guessing what was in front of you. And I'm scared of the dark, and I don't like the dark, and I don't like what I see in the dark sometimes. And maybe it's all in my head, but I just don't like the dark. I'm terrified of the dark. So this was a very, very scary, bad night for me. Um, so I had my flashlight um, that Jennifer had pointed out. It was in the bedside table on her side. I pulled it out. She had a backup one in the junk drawer in the kitchen. We pulled that one, or well, I pulled that one out and I had both of them on lock, and then around, what, 3.30, when I woke up after two before I dozed off of four, the the damn flashlight I was using died. It had no charge left. So I was like, "Oh man. So luckily I had that second one, um, because otherwise I would've been, you know, out of luck. So anyway, four o'clock rolls around, I'm laying there in the dark, I'm dozing off, this happens, I go out to the living room, and then I'm like, woohoo! And I uh, immediately go and grab my phone, grab my phone charger from my backpack, plug in my phone in the in the bathroom, go grab my tablet, plug in both of my tablets, ones on Wi-Fi and ones with my network, and I plug both of them in. I plug in the dock on the switch. I go get a charging cable and I go plug in the flashlight that died, and then I turn the fan on in the living room. And I turn the fan on in the bedroom. And I'm like, it's time to cool down. I, 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 the Wi-Fi got shut off on the uh, AC. I guess we have a smart AC unit or whatever it connects to the Wi-Fi. I don't know. I set that back up. I figured it out. I set the AC down to 70, I think 73 or 74, something like that. And it started cooling down, so it would take an hour. And it said that the house was 79 degrees when it turned back on. And I was like, holy shit. Cause I had the window open in the living room and the window open in the bedroom because it was so hot in the house. It was colder outside. So having that breeze blow in even remotely helped so much. And the cats were hanging out by the window more than anything cause they were hot. And I was so happy when the power came back on at 4 AM. So I went and filled up my CPAP machine with some water, threw my mask on, passed out for a few more hours Um, I think I'm operating today on like six and a half, seven hours of sleep. Um, but I just hope that tonight I can get a full seven, eight hours. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get like nine. Um, you're not really supposed to sleep nine hours. They say it's not healthy for you as an adult to sleep more than I think seven, six or seven, but I don't care what they say. Sometimes I just want to stay in bed. So suck it. Um, but anyway, I digress. I was like so happy. Now some places like Lenexa and a few other areas in Kansas City are still without power. Um, but I live right off Shawnee Mission Parkway by the highway. So I had assumed that they got my power back on you know sooner because uh, I was in more of a prominent area. And that's... I, I mean, honestly, I think I'm just fortunate because of that. Because I feel like any of the less prominent areas of the city um, are going to be... Not prioritized further down the list but they're gonna be less important which I guess means the same thing but either way guys I am so 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 thankful to have the power back on because I didn't realize how dependent on electricity that I am you know without electricity I can't watch TV I can't play my games I can't do anything um and what are you supposed to do without power right I wasn't gonna drive somewhere Because what's the point of doing that, you know? And I wasn't going to... I was trying to text my friends to get them to let me come over. And a lot of them, I don't know that they were catching when I was throwing down. uh, Because I didn't want to outright ask them, hey, can I come over? I'm miserable. Uh, Because I still felt bad about the cats being here. And uh, I digress. It all worked out. It was only, what, 12, 13 hours I was out of power. And then it came back. But man, that was a rough time, I'll be honest with you, a rough time, but uh, I've talked for about an hour at this point, a little less than an hour, honestly, 48 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me again, didn't mean for this to be such a long podcast, but just so you're aware, I've been trying to upload a podcast every day since I've had the house to myself, I've been chilling I've been vibing, and I've had stuff to talk about, and I really wanted to do a catch-up episode, and I really wanted to talk about a lot of the things I did in today's episode. Um, So I appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to my content. Um, I love you guys. Watch my YouTube channel, um, Alpha Phenomenon Gaming, for my Disney Speedstorm live stream I did earlier today, and after this episode, I will be doing a live stream uh, of multiplayer content because I have to level up my Goofy. Um, So that I can get some some seasonal stuff done. Um, So I'll be live streaming that. Having a good time chatting with folks. And uh, seeing where it goes. And then I'll be playing some some video games tonight with my brother. um, Having a great time. But I love you guys. I appreciate your support. Um, Take care of yourselves. Stay cool. Drink plenty of water. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode of Fat Love Talk.